Isn't it ironic how the most famous place in New York has witnessed so much change and yet remains completely oblivious to it? I'm Joelle and this is Travel Babble. If you met my father, you'd think he was this very spontaneous person and you'd hear him tell you about how he sailed all over the world and the time he used a fishing rod to steal back his stolen shoes from an Egyptian or how he peed on an African mugger who was dangerously armed with a pen knife. Um, those days are sort of buried at sea now but what all this traveling has done to him is made him an absolute minimalist. Our trip to the US earlier this year would be the first time he'd have a holiday in a while. My mother and I had been in New Jersey three weeks before he arrived, and we were given strict instructions that before he leaves Bombay, he should receive an email with an Excel sheet attached, which has a plan for the entire time he's there. So he finally arrived. We followed the plan as it was. We took the plane down to the city and ate lunch before watching Lion King on Broadway. After the show was done, we walked outside and we reached Times Square. Everything is attractive about Times Square, you know. It's the capital of the world. A lot of people and a lot of noise. <laughs> That's what typical night is in Times Square. I always thought Times Square was very overrated because you've seen it so many times on TV and it's just big boards of ads and lights. But there's this vibe of just absolute wonder. Everyone's having a great time. There are street performers and superheroes and Mickey Mouse. And Mickey Mouse was just this 50-year-old Mexican lady. And she couldn't be bothered to wear her mask or anything. But nobody cared. The kids still took pictures with her and everyone loved her. And there was the naked cowboy. And that's just all he was. He was this guy with a cowboy hat. And he had a southern accent. And all he wore was an underwear. I'm unemployed, so I came here to make some money. I go around taking pictures with tourists. If they want to tip me, they could. I love people. I like entertaining them. So if you stand at Times Square, you can hear like 50 different languages. And you won't know which is which. But you see that at some point among all those words, you won't understand. And accents that confuse you. Everyone says something like Subway or Empire Street Building or Halal Hot Dog. And you can't help but smile at how it all just comes together. And then the third day began just as we planned it. In the afternoon, when we were at the museum, he suddenly asks how far we are from Times Square. He really wanted to go back. And every single day after that, he asked to go back. He just sounded like this little kid who was very stubborn. I don't know what he liked so much about that place. And whenever I ask him about it, he speaks in these very short sentences and uses adjectives like lively and positive, which is unlike him. 
but i get why he does that because i do it too for all the things that i really love i don't have words and even if i manage to tell you what happened i can never do it justice because it's just something you have to feel but if there's one thing i can say it's that even if you don't actually do a lot in a place the place can still do a lot to you Janai Dalal is a brilliant writer. She's a regular feature at Terribly Tiny Tales. You should go check her stories out. Next time on Travel Babble, we have a Polish traveler encouraging us to take the unconventional route.